please note, this podcast contains adult language, adult themes, adult coloring books, adult diapers. You get the drift. Listener <laughs> discretion is advised. If you are looking for Haley and Sarah, the resurrection of Rewind, a hot mess Star Trek podcast, Snort Lab, <laughs> this, this is the podcast, the podcast for, you. for you. Welcome to the next next generation rewind, the resurrection, not to be confused with insurrection or seat ejection or what you know, fit it. <laughs> terrible already nope this is what the people like this is what they want oh my god how are you it is so good to see you welcome back i'm happy to be back talk to me it's lovely to be back it's lovely to see you i am well i don't know if we want to tell people why we took such a big break Haley. Haley was in prison okay and we thought it was it was for life plus 300 years, but good behavior. She was out in five months. I mean, that's some good behavior. Look, I, I fucked around and found out. I got caught. <laughs> I, so what I, like, what I planned on doing while I was in there was, like, getting my law degree, getting my, like, clientele. Um, I was also planning on being a gang leader. All of Read that stuff. Yes, I had aspirations. I had a strategic plan, a vision, mission, goals. Um, risk analysis yeah they they popped me right out of there when it turned out that picard was uh premiering Mm -hmm. um you know last week Mm -hmm. and here we are good to be back in the real world it's nice seeing you like this instead of with bars you know baking you a file cake every other week you don't even like pie so it was a really hard sell for me to get through the gates well you had to do a quiche that one time and they (laughs) just ate it (laughs) <laughs> i don't know where we're, so, we're not going anywhere with this um uh, is there anything you do want to share with your life from the last little bit did you have a nice holiday have you traveled what's go happy new year <laughs> <laughs> happy halloween i had a very shitty uh final quarter of 2022 that i won't go into i uh will tell you a couple of tv shows that i've been enjoying please uh, they're not new Mm. forged in fire oh on the history channel or yeah, discovery yeah. or whatever when they yeah, meet yeah. the swords yeah 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 it will kill um we also got brit box which oh. is a channel on amazon prime and mm-hmm. so i am just like deep deep into british police procedurals oh. and then i'm watching um in between i'm watching like old episodes of the simpsons and <laughs> I'm enjoying them as I did when I was younger, but I'm also getting like all of the references now that I'm mm. an adult and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Right on. Are you They're coming across some trouble. of those crazy predictions that people always talk about that happened in the real world? And they're like, oh my God, this was on The Simpsons like 15, 20 years ago. <laughs> totally. In fact, Disney even went as far as like creating a compilation of all of the predictions that The Simpsons have done so far. So it's like, it's out there. Oh man. That's awesome. I wonder what they have in store for us for the rest of this year. Because I don't know. The world is kind of scary right now. But that's okay. A little bit of a hot mess. But our bubble is fine. My bubble is fine. How is it? Tell me more. Oh, well, good segue. Um, life, Life is fine. The end of 2022 for me as well was just a little bit of a let's fucking move on and uh, start fresh, fresh year. So far, so good. Went to Vancouver Fan Expo on the weekend, and let me tell you, what a time. What a time was had by the two of us. We get there on a Saturday and decide last minute, hey, there's a Canucks game tonight. They're playing the Philadelphia Flyers. They never play the Philadelphia Flyers in Vancouver. We should go. Playing around on Ticketmaster. Brad used to go to games all the time before we met. He was hardcore into hockey, and he's like, well, I've never never sat front row before. I'm like, let's do it. So we got front row. We were like three seats away from the penalty box, right by where the green guys used to sit that always did all that, like, you know, in their green suits. So that was a wild ride. Uh, Had a great time. And um, the girl from, there was a proposal during the kiss cam. And there was also the actress from how I met your mother, Colby, 
she was in the Marvel films too. And I think she did that show Stumptown for, I don't know. She's the Canadian. She played the Canadian on How I Met Your Mother. And anyway, people will like Coldy Sims. No, she was in one of the captain. <laughs> she was. <laughs> she was one of the refs. Um, she did good. Held her own. And then we went to Vancouver Fan Expo. And I didn't know. It was a three-day event. And I just bought tickets for the Sunday with no knowing of who for sure was going to be on stage that day. I just knew the Star Trek folks were going to be there Sunday, Monday, because they were in Portland doing the Fan Expo. At least some of them were, right? So I just took a gamble and said, Sunday's the day to go. So I got to see Michael Rooker on stage first thing. And he was in The Walking Dead, Merle. And he was in Days of Thunder. And he's the blue guy in Guardians of the Galaxy. And he came out with a, a lightsaber. And oh he started calling up people in the audience who had lightsabers onto the stage so that they could fight. And let me tell you, you walk in, like you pay the ticket and there's like the tables and stuff for like, I want to have my lunch and here's some of the vendors with food. And then there's just like rows of chairs and then the stage, like take STLV and remove 90% of the seating and the people. <laughs> and that's what it is. So I sat front row to see Anson and Ethan on stage <laughs> and I sat like fourth row and saw the kid who played Neville Longbottom in Harry <gasps> Potter so who cares what his name is in real life Matthew Lewis not Matthew that sorry right. let's go for it Sir Matthew I don't know they're all knighted over there so um but I wanted to get my autographs done because I was kind of like this is where my 80 ADHD came out really bad and even Brad called me on it he's like your ADHD is acting up I'm like I'm overstimulated okay because we get there it opens at 10 and I'm like, okay, well, there's no signage up about what time autographs are. And that was my mind priorities. I wanted to get the two autographs. That was it. And then I look at the table and people are already lining up for Frakes, Gates and Brent. No one's lining up for Anson and Ethan. There's nothing on the signage or anything like that. So I just kind of stand around. We do like we wander the shop, like all the people selling stuff. I didn't see anything I needed. So okay. checked back. And then there was like a guy there. I'm like, what's the ETA? They're like, oh, well, it was supposed to be 10, but it's probably going to be like a half hour from now. I'm like, okay. And then Michael Rooker's on stage at this time. So I was like, okay, what are we going to do? I'm like, Brad, do you want to go back and make Caesars or do we want to stay here? What do you want to do? He's like, whatever you want to do. I don't care. I'll stand with you. I'm like, okay. He wouldn't this leave me alone because he didn't trust why me. we had a fucking spreadsheet. I know. Uh, we had a spreadsheet. I need times for everything. Yes. So either way, I stood... I was first in line for my for my autograph with Ethan. And I was like unprepared for one-on-one -on -one time. Because you know STLV. It is like they tell you. They put they people will physically push you to get the fuck out of the way for the next yep. person. Like right? yep. so you're I, not allowed to talk. You can't engage. Yeah. I picked out my eight by ten. It's a photo that's got all three. It's got Rebecca Romaine in there as well for the photo. And I gave the woman my money and then he's like, hi. I'm Ethan. And I'm like, hi, I'm Thera. He's like, what was that? He's smiling because no, I'm so nervous. I couldn't even say my own fucking name while I'm shaking his hand. I'm like, it's Sarah. I was like, fuck my life already. I lost I lost it. And I can feel Brad's eyes in the back of my head. He's pretending he's playing on his phone, but he's like know, keeping he an eye on me to make sure I don't do anything stupid. And he, I was just like, <laughs> I, what do I say? So I was like, oh, I'm really glad that you came to this convention. I saw you at... Vegas and it's such a big convention that this is so much more of my speed and he's like oh you were there and I was like yeah he's like yeah that's a crazy convention like it's so busy I'm like yeah it was crazy are you guys, are you gonna be there again like did you like it and he's like yeah we'll be filming season three totally gonna go and he's like where are you from are you from here and I'm like no I live on the island of Victoria I just came up for the weekend went to a hockey game I'm like telling him my whole weekend plans yeah, yeah. like he gives a shit and he's just like but he's so nice and he's nodding and like smiling and like being really receptive and I'm still like you're still talking to me he hasn't even started writing yet and then he looks down and he's like oh so do you want me to make this out to you and I'm like no no just your name he's like well you want me to put that it's also Spock and I'm like sure why not like go for it whatever whatever you want to do sell on eBay. he's trying to get the right pen and then what? i was like just don't spell spock wrong that'd be really awkward he's like is that a dare and i was like <laughs> like i'm just die. i just pissed myself like i'm done <laughs> yeah, totally then he shook my fine. hand again and was like it was nice meeting you and i was like uh, bye like i was like i almost felt like i was trying to rush him like can we just get my autograph and fucking go already because like there's three people behind me you obviously you got a lineup and i was like fuck so i was just like so like if you thought my adhd was bad before like it's just like my anxiety is right i'm just flying after this so we yeah. run back to the hotel make some caesars run back because we we're like five minutes away watch michael rooker sitting there drinking caesars in our coffee cups and then after that, we went to Cactus Club for oh, yeah. lunch and get Brad a beer. And I had a, another Caesar. 
And then we found out that Anson Mount was running late from his flight. So we went back, saw Matthew, what's his face on stage. And then Anson was there and I was like, maybe an hour. I shouldn't, I shouldn't lie for an hour because he was running late again. Oh my God. I felt so bad for him. He came out with a cookie in his mouth and a cup of coffee. He looked exhausted. He's a new dad too. So he's probably not only like exhausted from the fan expo, but just like, you know, there's no, there's no sleep for the, for this guy. And he sits down just looking wrecked and people go through and he's opposite of Ethan. He's kind of like the, like, just, I just want to get this over with. Like, this is, you know, fair enough. And I, I came up and I was like, Oh, I just wanted to say thank you for volunteering your time to do the Trek Talks too with the Feed the Hollywood Food Coalition. Like it's really, you know, I'm part of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network and Bill and Dan were really excited to have the chance to interview you. And he's like, well, it's not hard. It's not hard for the people to do these things. And I'm like, well, not at all. Like, I hope you will come back. He's like, absolutely. He's like, that was, it was a great event. Like it was a good fundraiser. And he's like, thanks for coming over and saying hi. And I'm like, no problem. And then I got his autograph <laughs> and then like, I, I paid for this. Opportunity and then I watch. folded it all up in my bag and crushed <laughs> it. And fucking, I was so like, just Brad's like, are you okay? Do you want me to get you a new one? I'm like, I'm not upset about it. I'm just fucking embarrassed. Like all I did was hold it gently. And then I'm packing the next year. I'm like, <laughs> it's fine. It's some, there's some creases. It gives it character, <laughs> whatever. But then they went on stage and the, you know how at every convention, and I'm sorry if I offend somebody who is this person, but you know how at every convention, when they do the Q and a, there's always that one person in full costume that tries to be the first person and they ask the same question of every celebrity thinking oh. it's really funny. Yeah. So this person was like Captain Omega was their thing. I don't know what they were, but you couldn't, they were, I don't know who they were. And they're like, what is your favorite dessert? And the person sitting next to me, she's like, oh, this guy again, right? Obviously he's asked oh. every celebrity this. And Anson Mount said something French that I'd never heard of. And, and sure. Maybe it was that. I want to say it started with an F, but I'm not sure. I wasn't paying attention because I was already shaking my head of like, do I leave? I'm front row and I'm ready to fucking walk out of here. And the guy's like, what was that? What was that? And he keeps repeating himself. He's like, describe. He's like, no, what is wrong with you? Like, oh my God. And so Ethan just cuts. He's like, I like ice cream. I like Rocky Road and I like mint chocolate chip. And he's like, and so it was like, just not having any of it. He was like, what the hell is your problem? Like, I was awesome. I was, we were like, both of us were snickering so hard. Like, cause he was just kind of like, this is my day right now. Like, I'm so tired. Now I got Captain Omega. He kept making jokes about Captain Omega, like throughout the, the thing, but they were great on, he, and he starts chuckling to himself. Like he couldn't hold it in. He was like losing it. He was like one step away. Like, I hope there was something in his coffee to keep him going, but yeah, they yeah. were great on stage and there were some good questions and, I don't know. They just seemed like the two of them, like good cop, bad cop. It was really funny. So I really enjoyed that. And then after that was the end of the day and that was like at three 30, we were like, sweet, we have the rest of the day to party. So we went shopping, spent some money at the Adidas store. And then we went for dinner at, um, oh, we went to this really great ramen place. So we just snuck in before it got crazy and had some delicious ramen. And then we went oh. for cocktails at, um, oh, where did we go? Oh, we went back to um, Cactus Club because we really wanted to have an Aperol spritz. <laughs> and we saw somebody yeah, ordering them earlier. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. But we were like, it's somewhere oh we know. God, we didn't want to so go to funny. some swank. It was so busy downtown in Vancouver. We had reservations, yeah. right? So we couldn't get in anywhere. Oh, um, I see. Yeah, yeah. It's family day weekend, right? So like oh, we God. barely got a seat in a cactus club like late at night. And then, plus it was close to our hotel. Mm. So, and then we went to the tap and barrel, which is like a pub right there too. And had a drink there. Okay. Um, yeah. So it was great. And I got my crinkled eight by 10, super stoked. And now I'm going to take it with me to the next STLV I go to, to get Rebecca Romay's. And I'll have the triple threat. The hat <laughs> you, like, trick. Unwrap it. Like you're just like uncrinkle it. Can you sign this? Just thing? turns to dust. <laughs> Uh, other than that um tv shows i've been watching has been uh i just re rewatched succession so i can't be ready for mm. season three just finished up hunters which was amazing and yellowstone i'm i'm caught up on i've been starring h and a3 with la monica garrett and fucking oak island i fucking hate that show they still haven't found anything but a couple of buttons and um i'm i'm that's my what life season? it's like season 10 <laughs> I- 
how big is this island? Like, I, <laughs> it's not that big. And it's underneath, right? Like, Yeah, digging, they, they built digging. this tunnel shaft and now they've actually professionally built it so they can go in it and they're finding traces of gold. They found a cross that's Roman or like a coin that's Roman. It's like thousands of years old and they're like, why is this here? And then they yeah, find... Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. It's, it's crazy. It's interesting. Is it but it's no, but they say it's cursed because people have died and well, the curse, um, curse of Oak Island, right? So, yeah, yeah. Oh, Christ. okay. Christ on a cracker. Um, wait, I have an interesting tidbit to share in terms of like world things that are scary. Like, Oak love Island. it. There is a cave somewhere in Africa. I want to hold on. I'm gonna find it. There's like 50 countries there. So let's figure out which one. Yeah, it's in Kenya. Um, oh. And it is, it, so it's a it's a cave in Kenya that is home to a bunch of different species that likes to incubate um, hantavirus, and, or maybe it's not hantavirus, the hemorrhagic fever viruses. So like oh, Ebola. like Ebola. Ebola, the new one. Um, yeah. And I was like, okay, this cave just fucking boarded up. Yeah. What are you doing? Like people can't, they can't go in there because it's so fucking dangerous. It's one of the most dangerous places on earth because of these viruses, which I get like that new virus outbreak, 88% fatality rate. What Fuck virus? No. I don't. What it's now? Okay. It's not coming to us probably, but it's, <laughs> it's like, um, new virus outbreak. Ma, ma. Mushrooms like in last of the last of us. Oh, or God, I hope not. Africa, it's not even Equatorial Guinea Marburg oh. virus. Oh, okay, great. So anyway, it's bad news. Bad news bears. Yeah, but they're getting get it. it. They're trying to figure it out. Don't get it. There's no treatment. There's no vaccine. <laughs> um, anyway. I just watched the third episode of Last of Us with um the guy from Parks and Recreation. Yeah. It was a good, it was a good episode. I I, I did really like it. But sometimes those standalone episodes that don't really move the plot can slow me down. But I did like, and that was the guy from the first season of White Lotus. The two of them. Was it him? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm almost positive. It looked like him. Yeah, we were looking at him. I'm like, it looks like the guy from White Lotus, but I don't think it is. Okay, maybe it is. I didn't do any other. It's a good show, though, because I I think I, I watched the first episode and I was like, yeah, I was into it. But then, you know we don't get to sit down and watch TV until like eight or eight 30. And we're usually like half asleep at that point. So, you know, if we put on something like succession or whatever, like we're like, we're lucky if we make it through an episode. Yeah. And like Brad fell asleep watching the first episode of of the last of us and is the last of us. Right. right? Uh, And then I put on the second episode yesterday and it was a bit of a slow start, but then it started going and I was like, Oh, okay. Like this is good. I mean, I love zombie stuff. So there's no reason why I wouldn't Mm -hmm. like this. It's just that I have to be awake and alert um and now we're obsessed at least i am i'm brad is too with the sports Mm -hmm. documentary series on netflix like we watch the formula one i have every formula one race in my calendar so i can watch it starts like next week in bahrain because we watch the series like the five the five seasons of it no are you joking no are you joking not joking no what you like formula one oh my god now that i've watched the series and i know who's who and what's up i'm like i will watch this isn't Um, it just racing in a big ass circle it's more than that it's like NASCAR, but for like the ultra rich and like they go so fast. It's insane. Um, this meeting is going to end in 10 minutes. So we'll have to deke out and come back in. And then there's the golf one that just came out that is so good. And then there's a tennis one. And now I'm like, bring on the curling, bring on the volleyball, bring on the sports that I like. Like, let's do this dodgeball. Yeah. They're really good because it's like the drama of these people. Like it's, it's like selling sunset, but it's sports and you, you get a glimpse into like who these uber elite athletes are and some of them are the total like rich bros some of them are like the the underdog and then they have fighting between them and they have all the it's really good i highly recommend them okay well i didn't even know about them all right well before we decide to uh turn this off and start a new one because of um zoom let's uh, give a shout out to fan sets Attention. Yeah. Sorry. No, I, I was just doing a dramatic pause for no reason other than I'm just really enjoying this moment. Attention all shoppers. 
we have a 10% discount sale in aisle five, aisle fan sets. <laughs> Am I funny? Folks, we'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsors, fan sets for sticking with us, being awesome and continuing to create amazing pins. What is it now? It's over 400 licensed Star Trek pins to choose from. The list is endless and they're always bringing out rad new products. They have a whole Delta pin section now. Peanut hamper from Lower Decks, Grudge the Cat from Disco, Lower Decks, Prodigy. It's incredible. So go to fansets.com. Peanut hamper. Love peanut hamper. Go to fansets.com. Load up your cart. Type in Trek Geeks, all caps, no spaces to get 10% off your entire order. How does it go? Fansets. Our pins have character. Four hundred pins, over four hundred pins. They over four hundred pins. Killing it. They have been killing it. That's amazing. Speaking of killing it, Zoom's going to kill us right now. So I'm going to just close this out and start a new one. Call me back. All right. Bye. You don't. You I don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe she said that about Formula One. Bye. Welcome back. Thanks. <laughs> Three months later, here's time gap. So it's now over 700 pins that uh, no. uh, we watched an episode a long time ago. <laughs> we had a synopsis. So you did a synopsis ages ago, and then I picked it up and did it um, just recently. So yeah, I started start off. Please. Yeah. So we the the episode is Genesis. God, it was it had been a long, long time since I had seen that one because that Oops. like I'll tell you, yeah, exactly. I don't like being scared, and this is a scary one. Okay, here we go. Sick bay. Riker is getting spikes pulled out of him after he was rolling around in the arboretum with some side piece. Reg is there too, convinced he has a terminal condition. God, that guy. He just seems like a lot of work. I still love him though. I love him. I love him. Data comes in with a pregnant spot. I have one question. What? I thought spot was the boy cat. <laughs> also, didn't these people watch The Price is Right where Bob Barker pleads with people to get your pets spayed or neutered? If, all, if there are all these cats and dogs in the future, then what was the point of him saying that? I don't care that Drew Carey still says it. It's not the same. On the bridge, they're testing out Worf's new full-con torpedoes. <laughs> Worf is like, I made it better and more accurate. And then the torpedoes stop working and Picard decides to, decides to take a shuttle to track it down or something. <laughs> In Data's quarters, Reg is obsessing over Spot. Of course, he's a cat guy. And he's very concerned with where Spot will have her kittens and oddly chooses a space for her. Like, that is so... Like, back off, dude. That's not your cat. Like, yeah. all about the pussy. <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> this disclaimer. Yeah, it's true. Back on the bridge, Worf is singing Don't Stand So Close to Me by the police in his head and accidentally blurts out one of the lyrics to Riker. <laughs> I guess he says, don't stand so close to me. He loves the police. <laughs> or it's, uh, or maybe, uh, I'm not even going to go into it. Then Worf and Deanna are in 10 forward and she's appalled by Worf's behavior. And then John is appalled by Worf's pathetic burp. Have him drink a Coke or something first, jeez. <laughs> Worf takes off to his quarters to rest his agitated self. Cutting to Worf's quarters, he is thrashing in bed and rips his covers off instead of just like throwing them on the floor. <laughs> you don't have to be so fucking dramatic. <laughs> Coming on. His hair is long and wild. He tears apart his bedding to make a nest on the floor and then falls asleep. <laughs> in every night. I, this is me. Like, night terrors. <laughs> It's disruptive. <laughs> you, we experienced it to each other when we went to Vegas together. Every night, one of us. We had to move to four different rooms. In engineering, Reg is tweaking out. I hope he doesn't try to dismantle the Enterprise and put it back together again. <laughs> sounds like I was having a good day that day. On the, <laughs> on the bridge, Gianna is sitting in the captain's chair, shivering and fighting with Worf over environmental controls <laughs> newsflash woman cold <laughs> she gets up to go have a bath in a jeffrey's tube reg and Jordy identify a substance that could be causing some issues or something i don't know it wasn't watching <laughs> back on the bridge Riker has memory problems <laughs> oh no yeah i like how i just jump around oh no in her quarters troy is in the bath in her clothes wet clothing fetish people are pleased it's a thing <laughs> it's a thing like we could make money if we just shower in our clothes it'd be like the naked now when the people were 
frozen wearing clothes in the shower. Yeah. Throwback to our first episode. Oh, Christ. I don't think I could ever. Anyway, um, Ward comes in and tries to get Troy out of the water and he bites her. I know. Initially, it looks like a little flesh wound, but Crusher stitched up like half her cheek. And John goes, uh, Worf should be in jail. Why isn't he restrained? (laughs) Is he restrained? He is not restrained. (laughs) He is not. Crusher sees a growth on Worf's neck that she thinks might be a venom sack. Fucking growth. She asks him to open his mouth. John yells, eye protection. Worf opens his mouth and something comes out that knocks Crusher over. John called it. <laughs> in the senior officer meeting room off the bridge, Reg con- continues to tweak out. Riker is exhausted and the nurse is also tired. Jordy comes in and he's like, <laughs> I'm calling for a level two peanut, <laughs> peanut butter alert. Now, that's a, that's a throwback to Tourette's Guy, if anyone ever watched Tourette's Guy back in the early 2000s. <laughs> anyway i mean security alert i have four minutes remaining in my synopsis and notice that i am out of salt and vinegar chips then riker's like <laughs> riker's like you'll uh you'll just go ahead and take care of that and jordy's like yeah riker tries to relay a message to starfleet but he can't remember his authorization to do so have a nap yeah like work-life balance man exactly Picard and Data are heading back to the Enterprise in their shuttle, but they aren't able to, like, find the Enterprise. But then they do find them. (laughs) Upside down and inside out. And see, yeah, they see that the ship is kind of, like, floating in space. Adrift, (laughs) one might say. Data can pick up life signs, but they're distorted. Picard gets ready to dock manually to the ship. In the shuttle bay, Picard and Data find that the ship is in standby mode. A distant growl is heard down the hall. Data says he can pick up 300 different animal noises. They find a giant condom and think it is an epidermal layer from a reptile. (laughs) John goes, is it Gorn? I have no idea what's going on. (laughs) I have the biggest smile because he is in for such a treat. And so am I. End of part one. All right. Thank you. Oh, that was so good. It was fun. Because I literally didn't watch the first half of the episode. I zoomed right to my part and I was like, yes, hilarious. I want to enjoy your yeah. synopsis because I hadn't seen the episode in a long time. Perfect. All right. Part two, the saga continues. Oh, wait. This works for me because I did not finish the episode. So now I get to you find get out to what enjoy. Happens. Okay. Well, and then John's <laughs> got to listen. So he knows what happens. He always does. Excellent. Hi. Hi, baby. Okay. Picard and Data find questionable liquid on the door to Troy's quarters. They let themselves in. They don't knock. Don't they don't wait a hot minute. <laughs> it's as humid as when I stepped off the plane in Houston, Texas, wearing jeans and a hoodie. Did I just pee myself or is that sweat? <laughs> Troy is face down in the tub and she's got gills. I'm into it. Did Lieutenant Longbottom give her gillyweed, perhaps? <laughs> HP <laughs> reference. Good. Troy is sporting a love bite from a Klingon, and just like my bathtub, there is hair everywhere. <laughs> they leave Troy, future continuity heir, and get to the bridge, and poor red shirt guy is dead at the helm with, like, slashes in his chest. No. Can I just say, this must be a hard episode to watch if you don't believe in evolution. Am I right? True, <laughs> okay. true. Now, Data and Picard find Riker. He's trying to get to the fish in Picard's ready room. His brow is prominent, and he needs to see a dentist and a barber. <laughs> He's giving Picard the finger subtly. Did you see that? He can't communicate with his tiny brain, so they stun him, naturally. Classic. Classic. Picard and Data continue to wander around. They find Barkley as a gross half-spider, Captain Arachnia. Oh. And Worf begins to hunt them. And yet the kittens that Spot was going to have are totally okay. What? There's a mystery here, folks. Now Picard is infected, and he's definitely scared of Worf. He sounds very angry. It's very cute to see. Worf is determined to get into sickbay, because that's where his boo is. That's where Troy, his lizard lady, is. We thought she left her in her room, but no, she's somehow now she's in sickbay. Worf can smell her. Trying to get at her. Picard is all fidgety and scared. And it's really fun to watch. The acting. <laughs> all right. Brilliantly, they decide to take Troy's pheromones 
Troy's own axe spray and uh, spray it around to try and like lure Worf away from her because she's obviously defenseless and like under, you know, the doctor's, some doctor's care or just, I don't know, or they just throw her on the floor. I don't know. She's in the sick bay. Then they uh, you know, like lure into like a Jeffrey's tube and just electrocute the poor guy. He was just looking for some loving, but apparently that gets electrocuted on the ship. Data does his usual like, oh, I'm an android and I'm not affected so I can think. And he thinks, oh, uh, the kittens. Oh, Nurse Ogawa is pregnant. Maybe the amniotic fluid or something is, you know, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> they figured it out that that's the way to fix it. The crew is returned to normal. And the synthetic T cell used to cure Barkley is what caused the mutation. They're going to name it after him. Barkley's protomorphosis syndrome. It has a nice ring to it. Yeah, he's adorable. The end. What a legacy for for Barkley. Right? He's like, got his own disease. Not too shabby. It really is a, a front-heavy episode because you have so much of the mystery. And then once it's like... They're running them up, yeah. kind of like action of like, okay, this is scary. They never do scary episodes. And when Barkley like goes against the glass and he's got all those eyes, oh my god, it's so gross. I love it. I am so glad I didn't finish it. Yeah, <laughs> I hate those things. I know. What did you think though of the episode? You're glad you didn't finish it because it's scary. But what else? Yeah, like it definitely scared me as a child, and and that's probably why I didn't want to keep watching it anyway. Like Skin um, of Evil. What one's that one? The one where Tasha Yar dies. The big tar monster. Oh, fuck that. Fuck that. That actually, you know what? I'm going to fucking bring that up to my therapist because that is like one of my like fucking core memories, the tar man. And like, I don't know. As a child, I really had blurred lines between what's real and what's not. And the tar man, it's not real though. Oh, allegedly. No, but you don't know. Mm -hmm. Anyways, probably look for scary podcasts. (laughs) And don't go chasing waterfalls. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> to the anyway um i i did enjoy watching the beginning you're right it is a front-loaded episode where all the exciting stuff kind of happens at the beginning and then i can only presume is just like a going to the zoo for the rest um well it's yeah. just typical like data's unaffected so data's gonna solve the mystery and picard's getting all twitchy and uh it's kind of you're being chased by wharf also it's just another day on the ship <laughs> Like, I don't think that my technical manual has any of the policies of Starfleet in it, but Picard sure fucking takes off in the shuttle a lot. Where's he going? What's he doing? Why does he have to go? Why does he have to go? He's worse than Captain Kirk. He's always down on the damn ship. Yeah. Stay put. You're you're important. Well, look what happens when he takes off. I know. Well, anyway. Mischief. what, What did you think about it? I love it. It's one of my favorite episodes. It's scary. Oh. There's not a lot of scary episodes out there. So I like I like that just because I like scary. Um, I love the idea of the de-evolving and how it's all so everyone's so different. Mm-hmm. You know, lizards and, and whatever. Um, I definitely found that the wharf opening his mouth thing was probably one of the most shocking scenes in the series. Like it was scary. Like that one, that and the spider, I'm just like, whoa, you're getting some jumps. Um mm-hmm. and just, you know, it's a bit of fun acting for the the actors because they get to be unlike themselves they get to be all twitchy and scared and animal-like and growly and gulping for air i don't know it was cool that's all i got you deal with change better than i do i just don't like i don't like things go to to song yeah i understand don't upset the apple cart okay Let's go to Internet Movie Database and uh, take the work that they did for us so we don't have to do any more and just share some fun trivia and some fast facts and some goofs. Um, why don't you start us off, friend? Best friend. Oh, BFF. BFF. FL. FL. L. I don't know. Go. I could just keep going. Yeah, me too. This is, as people know, the uh, this is the only TNG episode directed by a female cast member, namely Gates McFadden. Whoa. The main reason Beverly's out of action for most of the episode is so she could devote more time to directing, like when Frakes first started directing back in the third season. And I love Frakes' direction. Like, anytime I watched um, 
some of the n- newer episodes of like Enterprise or even Voyager, I was like, oh, this is ha- has the feeling of freaks behind the camera. And it mm-hmm. always was. He's so good. Side note, one of the fan questions to Anson was asking if he'd ever be interested in directing an episode. And he was so adamant about like, I don't like it when actors decide to start directing this is not the time or place. You're a professional. Stick to your job. You don't need to take everybody on a ride just because you want to experiment with being a director. So no, I will never look to do directing while I'm working on this show. And then they looked at Ethan. He's like, I might try it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give it a shot. Rocky Road. Like, it sounds like Anson was, well, whatever. I mean. It was funny. Also, he's new to the scene and he can can do all all he wants. But Mm -hmm. like, does he? Mm. I wonder if he likes Star Trek too. Like, I wonder, like, for yeah, he does. Who... He is a huge TOS fan. Oh, okay. He, he was a huge, he's somebody asked about, like, did they watch a lot of Star Trek? And he's like, oh, I grew up on it. It was one of my favorite shows. Okay, like, good. Yeah. yeah. I think it was more the point he was trying to make is like, if you're already an established director, then by all means, like, breaks, like, go for it. But if you're like the person who's like, I've never wanted to direct, but somebody just said, do you want to try? It's like, sometimes because you want to move, like, experiment doesn't mean, you should take everybody along for the ride because it's like <clears throat> it could be disruptive. I bet if you're really bad yeah. at it. Well, and I've never quite understood the logistics of directing yourself. Um, so I will default to Anson. Yeah, I'm not an actor. I'm not a director. I think he's probably just really intimidated by Freaks because Freaks is a freaking genius. He's at everything like he does. A triple threat. He he's is hilarious. He's he nice. Is. He's a good director. What else do you need? I love him. Yeah, he is amazing. He looked really good too. At the everyone did. Oh. Gates looked. Oh God. Anyway, this is the first episode since her promotion that Counselor Troy is seen in command of a duty. Seen in command uh, in a duty shift on the bridge. Oh. Cool. Um, do you think she has the training? She'd have to. Starfleet's military. They're not going to just. Well. Okay. Yeah. No, that's fair. Worf's venom can apparently melt through the floor, but it does not dissolve Picard's hand when it spills onto it. That's because he's made of tougher stuff than that, Picard. <laughs> During this scene in Ten Forward where an angry Worf is eating ravenously, Michael Dorn was not wearing his prosthetic <laughs> Klingon teeth. <laughs> oh, no. I have been known to eat much like that if I'm really hungry and it's wing night. Oh. I'm just saying. There's, there's, yeah. I'm not holding back. If you don't like it, fucking sit somewhere else. <laughs> I this is it. I um my brother and his girlfriend gave me their air fryer because they got a bigger one for Christmas. Uh-huh. And like I, you know, I'm like, what the fuck? So I haven't used it until last night at 10 p.m. when I was like, kind of want some fries. And then I made nice. them and it was perfect. <laughs> oh my god. It's like it changes your life. I, it's See? great for wings. Oh my god. Oh, good to know. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um while having been oh, a male. Here you good- go. While having been a male cat in most appearances, Spot is female in Genesis. She was already shown to be shown as a female in Next Generation Force of Nature, but this time the cat's female gender is crucial to the plot. That's true. Yeah, no shit. Guess, but was it? Having not no. watched the rest of the episode, I don't like, pay that close attention to the pets. <laughs> no, me neither. And especially like one that. How did she get pregnant? Because uh, oh, she got another... loose on this ship and there was another cat on the ship. There's another cat. That's right. That's, that's why I said the spay, spay and neuter. Um, see it or skip it? See it. It's one of the few scary episodes. It's it's And it's the last season. So you have to watch them all no matter how that's bad they true. are. <coughs> masks. Yeah. <coughs> <laughs> Rosa. We all wear masks. Oh, Rosa. God, any of the beginning ones that we did. Yeah, you know, as much as I am afraid of the episode, it's so unique and um, everyone knows what you're talking about when you mention Genesis. So, yeah, I guess see it. Would you rather de-evolve into a turkey or a sloth? You know what? I would love to be a sloth. I don't move slow enough and I think that I would really benefit and my mental health would benefit from just moving a lot slower. Let's take your time. You? Where you gotta go. Um, Turkeys can't fly. No, but they're pretty funny when they run. (laughs) Gobble, gobble, gobble. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I don't want to be a turkey. I think I'd make a great turkey. 
I think I, you would be a great turkey and I'd be a great sloth and we could have a really good podcast. Oh my God. We'd have a relationship that everyone that went viral on TikTok because like when animals get along that don't usually get along, it'd be great. <laughs> Look at that turkey run. <laughs> Look at that turkey sloth team. Look at that turkey sloth taking it easy. <laughs> <laughs> He's just sitting on the back of the turkey having a nap. Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> This is our future. There's a yeah. t-shirt there, I think. Oh. <laughs> Rewind. This is a picture of a turkey and a sloth. A, a sloth riding a turkey. <laughs> if you don't get it, you just haven't listened to the podcast. We have a new section on this podcast called Rewind. And this section is called Fast Forward. Please note... Going forward, there will be discussion of season three, episode one of Picard. So if you don't want spoilers, please uh, stop now and uh, tune in next week. Yeah. Also, I don't think that we're going to be referencing any previous Picard episodes, but if we do, they're spoiler alert. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, just don't listen if you don't want to listen. Mom and dad, if you, if you don't like Picard, watch. you just like TNG, then fuck off. Like, that's fine. That's fine. Just like skip ahead or don't even listen. Whatever. You don't have to listen to the closeout. You know how it goes. Listen to an old episode. It's the same closing. <laughs> it's exactly the same. <laughs> it's exactly the same. Um, okay. You watched it. Mm-hmm. What did you think? Well, I. Episode I one. A, yeah. I mean, this is. This is like us manifesting another season of TNG, essentially. <laughs> it's season eight, right? <laughs> we've done it. Like, we um, just don't count. This is season eight. So here are my thoughts. I giggled after every line Riker said, just because he's like, and he's also like so cute and funny and sweet. Like, he's like so appalled by like the way Seven's treated Picard. I'm like, no, it's all right. They know each other. Anyway, um, there was a really shitty cut between two scenes. I don't remember the scenes, but it, like people all know what I'm talking about. Like it's it, it just it was a really weird cut. It made no sense. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I have a question. Can you please confirm for me? Is Picard an AI? Like, is he in a bot? He's in a body of an AI, right? Mm-hmm. And like his consciousness was transferred because he died yeah, at the yeah. end of season one one yeah yeah that's what I thought. and john's like why would they pick that why would he pick that body <laughs> <laughs> you could be anything you want i'll just be myself i um, want to be a flaw. well because that was still the thing about synths were still like considered bad and so that's if you're gonna, true he just wanted to hide it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And but laris is still laris she's still because she like fell in love with him and then took off when he had to go save oh, the world and he was okay. like i can't love you because i'm flawed and she's like get over it and he's like okay so now yeah. they're kind of like boning oh, okay i can't i didn't remember that she took off okay that's perfect i think um, she, yeah she just kind of like they had like an excuse for like you're i said i love you and you don't really say it back so i gotta go and that was kind of the yeah the and now two. they're like together but like not immediately but not really yet like it's kind of yeah, really like, baby steps yeah i'll meet you at the cafe on yeah. Or Orion Five yeah. or whatever. Go find your ex lover. Yeah. Um, Crusher's hair. Like she is me in my goth phase. Or she is Looks who so I good. wanted to be in my goth phase. Like ugh. Oh my god. She's a total babe. Seventy two, seventy three years old. I mean, fuck. No, she's not. Mm-hmm. She's a year older than my dad. What? Yeah, I think she was born in nineteen forty nine. She's like seventy three years old. Uh, I don't understand the passage of time. Okay. Um, who the fuck is her other son? Uh, how do I sign up for a family reunion? Um, just kidding. Uh, but who is the other son in Wesley. bio dad? Yeah. Well, I can't tell you. I've seen the first six episodes. I know a lot about the show and I cannot say anything. Holy shit. Also, but you will get an answer. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I loved it. It felt very, I was very kind of like manically excited i know we, yeah just because i was like these I, are my people these are yeah. like my family this is, that I grew up with. This, is yeah. uh, this is exactly it yeah um how did you feel about captain shaw i loved him when i first watched it like the first time i watched it i was like who's this dick this guy's a yeah. fucking asshole but i live with somebody who's a lot like liam shaw <laughs> And I have moments of being a lot like Liam Shaw where it's like, I get you guys are important, but this is my ship. 
and I'm risk adverse. So I'm not going to go on some adventure because I know who you guys are and I respect you, but you're fucking notorious and not on my watch. I, I work with people like him. I get it. I, it's the same thing when people get really jacked up about like, people got really mad about like Barkley or Tignataro's character on Discovery or mm-hmm. even that one little one-off with the guy from Bob's Burgers with the triples. And people are like, you would never get away with having people like that in Starfleet. I'm like, yes, you would. There's weird eccentric different people everywhere and people like if you think about starfleet is military ptsd stress anxiety it's going to manifest in different ways maybe you're going to be snippy maybe you're going to be awkward maybe you're going to be uncomfortable and i think it's okay to have flawed sarcastic asshole characters because i sure work with a lot of them myself and i am one half the time so that's why i kind of looked at shaw and i was like yeah he's a dick and i wouldn't want to be seven working for him but I can kind of get it like, you know, and I, I just thought the acting was really good. Like it was just, he was enough of a, of a dick, but made some good points. And I was like, Ooh, this is going to be an interesting character to watch. Very well said. And I, you know, I agree with you. Like at first I was like, who the fuck is this guy? It's like when in disco, they, they had like the first F bomb and I'm like, that's not Star Trek. Fuck mm-hmm. you. That's not Star Trek. I don't like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but you're right. Like he did. He was like, I love you guys, but no, yeah. like you're not. You're not even. You're not even like you're an admiral and you're a captain without a ship. Times like, have changed, and yes, you no matter how gallivant around the galaxy, yeah, no matter how fancy you are, no matter how great, like someone needs to put you in your place once in a while. And it's no different yeah. than with celebrity or rich people today. Like at some point, someone has to draw a line and be like, "Look, I get, I get it. Not on my watch." Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was actually a good, it just, it adds an, an, an element to the show that's giving it depth. It's not just them getting whatever they want and getting away with it because at some point, like, you know, he keeps joking, we're going to get court martialed for this. Like, we shouldn't be doing this. We shouldn't, but they're like, how much fun are you having? Like, they're two like retired cowboys going for one last ride. Like, it's like, you got to have roadblocks. Otherwise, it's too easy. Yeah. You're right. And yeah. And so I kind of liked it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. It needs to be a little bit more realistic in that they can just do whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's any new character, you're always going to be like, who's this guy? Yeah. Why, why are you true. at the family reunion and I'm not? Like, who's this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah, you get to you. be there and I don't? Who's the, who's the rest <laughs> of this crew on your ship? There's bold people. There's like, who are these people? I don't like them, but they're good. I, I like yeah. I like Captain Liam Shaw and I like the actor. He's been really engaged with people on social media and he's really excited about it. Um so I think that's kind of cool too. I loved Riker's just references to being old, like the bunk beds. How embarrassing is this? He's like, I have to get up and pee all the time. And then like yeah. my knees hurt. And I was yeah. like, oh, this is so relatable. Like, I love that. And if I we love- don't have to shoot or run. We'll be good. Like, oh yeah. And Jordy's daughter, LaForge piloting the ship love that great reference Rafi I was like oh my god she's falling through the cracks and then the moment that she pulls out her thing and she's like secret you know start information I'm like yeah she's undercover information officer I know I was like oh yeah (laughs) totally yeah. I, yeah, John. John was like, "I bet she's feeding information to Starfleet." I'm like, "We'll find out." She like will find brutal. Out. And then yeah. yeah, yeah. And then she was like, "Secret undercover information gathering officer mission report." And I was like, oh, "All right, that's what it is." Yeah, yeah. So it was. I thought it was a great first episode. I love the use of music. I mean, it opened up with the Ink Spot singing um, that beautiful song. I don't want to set the world on fire. I mean, they just have good music sporadically through Star Trek now, which I just kind of really like as somebody who loves music. Um, yeah, it was a solid first episode. I love the scene at the bar and they're like, how come no one wants to buy the fat one, the ship, you know, the Enterprise D. Oh, nobody wants to buy the fat one. And like, they sell like the ships and like the drinks and like just, and the two of them are just so out of touch. Like young lady, that was a galaxy class ship. And it's like, oh my God, they're really playing into the fact that like, Starfleet and the universe moved on and they're out of touch. Like the cards, oh, like how come no, the, so the ship doesn't do this? And she's like, the ships are better now. Like seven is saying that to him. And it's like, Oh God, it makes me so sad because they're old, but it's also like so adorable. It is like, you, and it's yeah. so realistic, it you know, it'd be no different than if we both left government and then we came back in 30 years and we're like, how do you use this computer? Like, what is this app now? <laughs> Teams 4,000. I can't figure out this. Like there's a virtual <laughs> headset. Like What's people are, I can smell, yeah, what's an either? But yeah, I, I thought it was awesome. I'm excited. Tomorrow is episode two, Thursday. Oh, no, tomorrow's Wednesday. Thursday no, no. is, oh, today's Wednesday. 
Yeah. Amazing. Taco Wednesday. Taco Wednesday. How could I forget? Yeah. So new episodes tomorrow. So take some notes and we'll talk about it at the next recording. Yeah, I will. I like it. Okay. Before I get the heads up that we have like five or 10 minutes left, do you want to uh, close this down or do you have anything else you'd like to say? For the record. I, anything, I don't think I have anything else to say. I'm excited that Seven's still part of this season. Oh, she's I'm, gorgeous. She's so pretty. Like I tell me your secrets. I know. Absolutely. Jerry Ryan, what are your secrets? Tell us oh. all your secrets. It's okay if there's surgery. <laughs> <laughs> totally. You do you, man. Whatever you did, it looks great. All right, here we go. I just got my 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 warning. Yeah, I know. Good. Close. You're blocking my window. Okay. That does it for another episode of Rewind. That was Genesis, and we hope you are not too scared to go to bed, either from <laughs> us talking or just the episode in general. <laughs> we would like to thank the Trek Geeks Podcast Network for letting us come back and just being patient with us and giving us this platform. And I'd like to thank Haley for letting me basically pull your arm and talk you into doing this again because I really missed it, and you knew it meant a lot to me. So thank you. I love you. Um, five your mission the music thank you so much fan sets and everybody listening and everyone who's reached out on twitter so excited to have us back thank you uh you can find there's no twitter um specifically for the podcast anymore i just didn't want to manage it on twitter it was too much of a pain in the butt so you can find me at van island sarah uh, van island is in vancouver island uh add me uh it's not always star trek related but you know we'll have some laughs love to hear from you um, are you new to podcasts? Just found out about us because the Rewind business card from STLV was stuck to the bottom of your shoe. Don't know what's just happened and now you're confused, but you want more? Consider joining us on Patreon where you can get a subscriber reward, like a t-shirt and a pin. Just do it. We'll be back with another TNG episode soon. And it's got Q in it. One of my most favorite episodes without a doubt. And that's all I'm going to say about that. XOXO. Gossip Girls. <laughs> terrible we're back we're back <laughs> i never hit record just kidding mm-hmm.